brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome to this suds episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm one of your hosts here at the table, good old boy Mike. Joining me here at the table is good old boy Dave. Hey everybody. Dave. That's all I got, man. I, I heard the sound of trees falling already. Titans lost, <laughs> so I don't have much to say. Also joining me here at the table is good old boy Kendall. Hey, how you doing? It's great to be back. And introducing good old gal Jim. Hi, good to be here. Oh, she is so thrilled. Yay! I have applause, people. We love really Jim. Take it out. <laughs> Well, Kendall and June also have a blog you'll hear more about at the end of the show today called Beer Makes Three. This Sip, Suds, and Smokes episode is sponsored by Peabody Wine and Beer Merchants. Taste it before you buy it and ship it at Peabody's. You can reach them at www.peabodyswineandbeer.com. Well, our Sud segments are all about beer, beer, and more beer. And today's show is a beer destination show. That's a first for us, isn't it? That's a good destination. It's a good time. Man. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Beer is just not a beverage anymore. It's a destination, or actually, in this case, it's a journey. Whoa. Kendall and June <laughs> recently took a beer journey around Oregon. We're going to get to discuss their journey of beer, plus Dave and I are actually going to be making fun of all things Oregonian. I didn't even know they made beer in Oregon. Just <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Is it Oregon- weird. I think Oregonian is a big word for you, Dave. I don't think that's really a word, so. <laughs> June is here to mainly laugh at my jokes and to keep Kendall in line. So. No, Story she's not going to laugh at your jokes. <laughs> that's a pity laugh. Well, uh, you know, this definitely was all about a journey. And, you know, I think that it, what's really cool is, is that thinking about beer as a destination. So let's hop on the plane. Let's get moving. I thought that was the sound that usually was made when you make a joke. Uh, no. <laughs> usually people leaving. Please buckle your seatbelt. Al three, please. Ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you very much for your attention. And now we invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the takeoff. The captain has made tower communications available. So if you'd like to monitor the air traffic system, you'll find that on channel 9 and your headsets in the seat pocket in front of you. We'll give you a little more information about our service plan for our flight this evening as soon as we're in the air. Thank you and again, welcome aboard. Well, definitely off to Oregon we go. June, can you give us an overview of the trip itself? Where did you go? How much did it rain? Did anyone get attacked by wildlife? These are the things we really want to know. (laughs) Okay. Um, We flew into Portland. We immediately hopped into our rental car and headed out to the coast, out to Astoria. We spent the first night there at the Pacific Northwest Brewers Cup. Did a beer fest, right? A small beer fest was really cool right there um, on the coast. 
and um, the next day we headed out to Newport and stayed at the Rogue Inn, which was amazing. Very cool. Very cool. We love that. Um, Got to hang out with some locals there at Rogue. Um, From there, we headed down to Coos Bay, which had some of the most beautiful coastline that I've ever seen. Um, stayed with fresh some, seafood and fresh seafood yeah fresh tuna fresh oysters that morning um, that we cooked yeah. on the grill um, from there we headed to um, Eugene and hit the ale trail there and sampled lots like and lots of beer of that. yeah that town really misses Mariota <laughs> yes bet. yes they do um, sampled lots of beer on the ale trail in Eugene so we packed in a lot in that one day um, from there, we headed out to Bend, which was my absolute favorite spot on the whole trip. It's beautiful. Um, we did an ale trail there as well. Um, went up to see Crater Lake one day while Very we were there. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was really cool, we saw Mirror Pond, Black Butte, and um, Mount Bachelor. Yep. So, those are beers, right? Yes, those are beers. <laughs> <laughs> well, so a really, a giant loop around Central Oregon mm-hmm. is kind of what you guys did. And I actually know mainly about the wine regions in this area remember i'm the wine geek at the beer table um and i've actually been to ski at bachelor mountain um so i actually learned to snowboard uh, please hold really? your laughter down okay you know they're all looking at me like seriously are you kidding so is is bachelor mountain like kind of messy and disheveled but but really kind of happy and no. carefree <laughs> <laughs> um, there was beer involved with this uh, experience. That's all I have to say. Listen, so I learned to snowboard on that trip and discovered that I'm actually more of a ski guy. And I actually enjoy the additional surface area of the skis to snow. <laughs> so um, I'm not actually going to confess uh, to exactly how many face plants convinced me of that. Was but, uh, was gravity your friend? Uh, <coughs> negative. No, it was definitely not my friend. All I have to say is that I actually did not look the same leaving as I did coming to Bachelor Mountain. But he did make it to the bottom. I definitely made it to the bottom. One way a lot of areas of that. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, it was a very interesting trip. This is a much bigger, longer story about that in the snow. Um, as well as trying to watch a southern guy try to put snow chains on. It's a long story. We're not going to go through it today. Uh, we are going to talk about beer today, and I've asked Dave uh, is going to go over our Suds ratings for today. So uh, we will be tasting and discussing these beers from Oregon and rating them with these Suds ratings from Mike, plus our signature belching sounds from our bodies. Here are those ratings now. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Number two, was that a belch? It wasn't much of a belch. Uh, Number three, ah, what a relief. Number four, a body should really not make that sound. And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another duck. Well, off we go, and uh, Kendall and June are actually going to take us on this journey of beer, and along the way, we're going to cover some of their top three picks, some shockers, both good and bad, and we're going to talk about the sellout effect, which is ground zero in Oregon, with wow. the buyouts of Tin Barrel, Full Sail, and Logston have all occurred uh, there in the Oregon area. So, uh, Kendall, why don't you uh, kind of take us off this journey, kind of 
let us know uh, some of the early breweries you had. Uh, it was uh, it was a fantastic trip, and um, Gene and I have been wanting to see Oregon for a long time. We've been to Portland um, about five times, uh, and we wanted to see Oregon and see what the state was like. So we flew up, you know, as June said, we drove up to Astoria the first night, and Fort George Brewery, oh my. If you mm. get a chance to taste Amazing. any of their beer, make sure you get it. Probably some of the best beer coming out of that part of Oregon. What kind of stuff? Um, the I think it's Cavatapa. It's a black ale that's just mm. delicious. Their IPAs were good. Um, didn't have a bad beer in the place. Let's nice. see if I can look at my list of beers here. I've got like six pages of beers that I tried while I was out there. Uh, but there's a one hour show. <laughs> Three way IPA was a fresh hot beer. And that's one of the great things about going to Oregon in the last week of September. Everybody has fresh hot beer. Hop harvest oh, starts in August. Yeah. And, uh, and it wasn't just like a novelty, like, you know, a brewer here in Tennessee might have one fresh hot beer. Everybody, everybody had has fresh hot, three good, uh, fresh hot beers, four fresh hot beers. Good travel tip right there. You know, time it. Yeah. Correctly. And it wasn't just IPAs. There were fresh hop reds, fresh hop ambers, fresh hop pails. So fall is a great time or early fall. Yeah. I would say late September, early October. Good time for the fresh hop beer. So, uh, but check out Fort George, uh, top notch beers in Astoria. And also the Goonies House is in Astoria. The Goonies House is in Astoria. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody we told we were going to Astoria, they're like, well, go see the Goonies House. Yeah. Did it still look like that? I don't. I, I never saw Goonies, so yeah, I don't, we don't know. We don't know. I Get know. off! You're out. You're out of the show. <laughs> That's right what now. everybody says. You're done. And yeah. so um, the second day, we drove down the gorgeous Oregon coast to Newport, which is home of Rogue. Oh. And had lunch at Rogue's uh, Brewers on the Bay, which is the production facility. Across the bay is their pub and the Bed and Beer. So we got a room in the Bed and Beer, which is a. Uh, a little one-bedroom apartment upstairs from the pub, so that's convenient. Very. Do you cool. get to sleep in beer? No, but there no. is beer. There is rogue beer in the fridge after you check in. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. They have the beer bath. I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you ever seen one of those places? I have not. Yeah, there are places I'm that you can actually have beer. Seems like a wa- seems wow. like a waste of beer, but well, it's whatever. good for your hair. There's a lot of yeah. you know, well, I don't think that works. Yeah, really? the yeah oh, thanks for rubbing so, that in. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, guys. One of the things about sleeping in Oregon is you need earplugs. Oh. You want to tell them about that, Jim? Oh, the, the sea lions. Sea lions. They're oh. everywhere. I see, thought it was the uh, screaming hipsters. I thought it was the falling trees. <laughs> but there's uh, sea lions. Yeah, they gave us the earplugs. Burr, burr. They gave us earplugs, yeah. Really? When we yes. checked into the hotel, uh. yeah. See, I think that I would just drink enough where I wouldn't hear the lions, the sea lions. Yeah, so. yeah. But Rogue was just fantastic. And I, and I realized in this part of the country, we just don't know much about Rogue. I just, you know, I know they make good beer. You see the, the, they, the, big, the, big, uh, the big brand names, you know, but not yeah. probably the, the. You don't really, see the people yeah. and the culture. And so staying in Newport, we got to see the culture of Rogue and got to meet the people. Great people. The locals just love it. We were staying at the pub, and we we were going to go in, have a beer, then walk down the street and have dinner, and we never left. We got there, we got there at 5, and we stayed at like 1030. <laughs> they had great food there, amazing beer, but the locals, that's where they hang out. And so we were talking to people all night long. And it kept changing out. And, and uh, one of the best things that happened in, uh, while we were there in Oregon is I'm talking to this old guy. He pours concrete for a living, you know, blue-collar dude. 
And in Tennessee, he'd probably drink Bush Light, but he was just putting away the rogue. Uh, of the I'm sorry, we don't say that. <laughs> but he was drinking the rogue's bitter and this just beer, loved it. This is a, this is a family-friendly beer show. <laughs> and um, so we, he goes, why'd you come to Oregon? And, well, I get, and I'm like, well, here on our, well, we did go for an anniversary trip, but we're also here to drink beer, and we're here to drink a lot of beer uh, all over the state. And he goes, well, have you been to Oregon before? And I said, well, I've been to Portland five times. And he looked right at me and he said, Portland ain't Oregon. <laughs> That's what so, I'm talking about. So, And I realized that Oregon's a very blue-collar state. It seemed yeah. like logging and fishing were some of the biggest industries there. Uh, and it was very different from Portland, which is a very urban, hipster-filled city. Yeah. That a, tends to be what people are known for is the metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm. But it rarely defines what the entire state's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So great times. Anything yeah, think, else on road? Uh, I think we invited people to come back and see us in Nashville. Oh, well, several. Yeah. So uh, you know, and Rogue uh, really has great distribution, and mm. uh, it's something you can find. You know, in a lot of places. What do they make? Like four hundred eighty-two beers. It's a lot of different beer. Um, <clears throat> so I tend to like their or- organic uh, beers that they make at Rogue. Um, many of those have been quite good. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that the one thing I just tell people, do not have the Voodoo Donut uh, beer. No. no. Not their no. not one of their best. <laughs> not, not their best offering. Everybody's got one of those, though, you know. I like their brown. Uh, their brown ale is very good. Um, I really enjoy that. And there's a... There's a couple of versions, like a hazelnut brown and a regular yeah. brown. And they had the hazelnut there that was fresh. Yeah, yeah. Some it was fresh really good. Cool. Really nice. Really but good. Yeah, really cool people. I gained a new respect for Rogue just because I got to experience uh, the Rogue culture, the Rogue Nation, as they call it. We actually took the pledge. We are now Rogue Nation uh, citizens. Oh, yeah. Are you sure you're allowed to come back here to Tennessee? I'm not sure about that. Is there any belching involved in that? <laughs> there was. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not a belch. Yeah. <laughs> that was a belch. There was, there was some of that involved, too. That was a belch from the other end. And then so we uh, cruised down the coast, saw some friends uh, at Coos Bay, had some great beer at Seven Devils. It's the only brewery in Coos Seven Bay. Devils. Very small brewery. And then we headed to Eugene and started the ale trail that's when it got wild that was home of the ducks <laughs> so uh in eugene we did the ale trail there's eight different breweries that participate or there's more breweries that participate than that like 12 but if you go to eight of them you get a free uh eugene ale trail mini growler like one of the one quart growlers that's so that was cool. cool we got that and got and we to did taste like the beer. eight breweries in like eight hours eight breweries in eight hours nice. it was, it was so, spectacular but we went don't to remember any of them, uh, yeah that's one of the I best was falling sky had oh. the mm-hmm. is a brew pub great bacon at the deli the biggest thickest bacon i've ever seen really wow it one slice covered my burger tell me about it it was amazing <laughs> But uh, one of the probably I think I'm getting wet over here. So. <laughs> I'd say one of the best beers we had in uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> in Eugene. That was, was completely inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Very, but Hop Valley and uh, Hop Valley starting to make a name for themselves. Uh, they're getting some wider distribution. Uh, not only their Alphadelic IPA. Uh, they've also got one called Citrus Mistress, which is a grapefruit IPA that we got to have and really enjoyed that. Ooh, but we, that was a good one. That was really good. But we've got some uh, Hop Valley here in front of us that we brought back. We do. Uh, so we have uh, the oh, IPA from Hop Valley. And uh, June, tell us all about this beer. Yeah, this is the Alphadelic IPA um, out of Springfield, Oregon. 
Uh, it has an ABV of 6.7%. Nice. Um, I love this commercial description. It says, you can run, but you can't hide from the hops in this true Northwest IPA brewed by hop lovers for hop lovers. You can almost hear the hops falling uh, in the trees uh, as we're talking about this. Dave, uh, did you have a chance to try this beer, and uh, what do you think about it? Shoot, yeah. Um, hold on. Let me drink some more. Yes, to drink some more, please. Replace so, Morgan Fesson. Oh, God, I feel like a duck <laughs> in a shiny helmet. So... Um, Great, uh, great, well-rounded flavors. Very hop forward, but there's a nice malt backbone to it. Um, I don't know much about this beer. I don't know much about these uh, this brewery, but I like them. Hop Valley, I think, is well named. Um, I don't know. Uh, does anybody know what hops are are in this beer? I don't know. Well, anyways, they're good. Um, kind of citrusy, but uh, with a little bit of dankness to it, I would say. Cascade. Yeah. Nugget. Nugget. That's Cascade. what I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. They're good. <laughs> um, I would give this beer a four. A four. The body should really not make that sound. Go to Gal June. What do you think about this uh, alpha delic? beer from hop valley i like this it has a nice um citrusy aroma uh it's got a little sweetness a little hoppiness but not too much hoppiness um just a really nice northwest style ipa i think and your rating i i'd give it a four a four as well a body should really not make that sound good old boy kendall what do you think about alpha delic from hop valley i like this it's one of my favorite beers i had out there uh, i think one of the favorite breweries too uh, just a really cool place great tap room and they've got a uh, good tap room in Eugene. They, I think they were founded in Springfield and maybe have some operations there. Uh, Springfield is like two miles away from Eugene, kind of ah, right cool. there next to each other. And it's Hop Valley. It's literally in the Willamette Valley where a huge chunk of all yep. the American hops come from. Like Willamette hops? So, so they are uh, making great <laughs> beer. I like it. It's uh, Like you said, It's it's got a great malt, but it's not the kind of caramelly thick malt no, and some it, older it IPAs. It's very enough. light. Yeah. yeah, Very balanced. But uh, I'm getting a little bit of that pine and resin out of it too and I, I think it's a great IPA and I'm giving it a four four yes. as well the body should really not make that sound <clears throat> well my own tasting notes on this are uh, you know um, I agree uh, the malt is the uh, bell of the ball here in this in this beer um, there, it's a little bit dry uh, for it an is. IPA um, so I thought that was the one thing and the hops are not the are not the thing that's forward in this you know beer mm-hmm. itself so you know, and the, to kind of accuse this being a West Coast IPA, I don't know why, but that, that would be a bit It's of not a bitter enough to be a, a West Coast IPA. No, that's why it's a Northwest yeah. IPA. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I would definitely say a very, this guy over here. A very malt forward uh, IPA. I'm going to give it a three. Uh, was, was that a belch? Uh, I'm sorry. That's uh, not our number three rating. It's what a relief. You're going to have to give it a five. Yes, number three is oh, what a relief, as my steam crew is telling me here. Well, with that, uh, it's uh, time to take a quick break so they can make fun of me and the fact that I forgot something. Oh, we'll do it when we come back to I'm sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
Go Ducks. Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Today we are talking about a beer journey to Oregon with good old boy Kendall and good old gal June. We're covering some breweries along the way. We're tasting some beers uh, and rating them along the way. So uh, what is up next in this great journey, Kendall? Well, we were still in uh, Eugene, and uh, one of the places we went on at the last brewery of the night was a brew pub called Steelhead. Uh, I think the oldest brew pub in Eugene, like Steelhead Trout, I believe. Yeah. Which, yeah. Close to the hotel, which is always good. Very cool. good. Totally. <laughs> About a block away. You remember that one? What do you what do you think of Steelhead, Gene? I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> is that are that, you saying that it was the end that of the must night? Add too much to drink. That means are you that means it was oh, a great it was in close proximity yeah. to where yes, you were staying. That was I a good don't thing. Remember that it's almost like, you know, you know, well, if you remember dude, I have the pictures from that evening. Sorry. Here they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they say you I know, am a lightweight. Uh, I'm yeah. just gonna say that up front. If you uh, was, if you remember the sixties you weren't hey, there. My name's Harold. I really like Jean. She's a good she's a good gal. She loaded out of parties no doubt carrying trees <laughs> one of my Sorry. favorite beers at steelhead was their uh their cda their cascadian dark ale Ooh, which is different that's okay, not what that. well that's something here in tennessee we call a black ipa well that's Very what true. you know that that was actually the original name of black ipa that's what they first started calling everybody it. in oregon calls it cda they still call yeah. it that yeah. that's interesting yeah it was interesting but uh i got to try the unforgivable unforgivable darkness Almost unpronounceable. Almost too. like unforgivable better. Unforgivable. <laughs> unforgivable. So, uh, yeah, we had uh, dinner at Steelhead, and um, it was great. Um, there oh, was some that's other. We ate. Okay, yeah, we had I remember some. that. <laughs> I remember the food. And, uh, <laughs> All right, so tell us about the food. What was the food like? It was good. It was good. I mean, it was it was better than your average like pub fare. Yeah. So, All right. Well, yeah. You had some good. salmon or trout, didn't you? Yeah, some kind of seafood. Beef, yep. It was a fish. It, it was, was a fish. fish. <laughs> I ate it. Um, the, before uh, Steelhead, we went to a place called Sam Bonds, which I described yep. as industrial and hipster. Industrial hipster. Yeah. Industrial. Uh, okay. But Definitely. good beer here. I also yeah. learned another acronym there. Their accelerator is an ISA. What do you think that stands for, Dave? Okay, India something ale. Um, hold on. Uh, S. Right. Uh, squid. India, India squid. squid, India squid ale. Ale. It's an India session ale, oh. which uh, was new to me. He wasn't even close. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. squids are very sessionable. Okay, there's, there's, they have <laughs> there's no squid. <laughs> sessionable squid. <laughs> it's Oregon. There's seafood, but. They uh they had a lot of acronyms I've not heard. There was also IRA, India Red Ale. So I was all kinds Irish of, Republic Army, Yeah, all yeah, kinds of variations that. on IPA. Just change the middle letter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, in Eugene was uh, a cool brewery called Oakshire, and uh, okay. we got to Oakshire. Yeah. It was one of the first ones we hit. They're they're kind of in a brewery area. In fact, Hop Valley, Oakshire, the Falling Rock Deli, and Ninkasi are all about three oh, minutes from each other so yeah. uh oakshire was very cool they had a lot of good beers there um 
super you know, nice staff. Super nice staff. Great pale ale, great IPA. Uh, they had a Flanders Red, which I appreciated. Ooh. There was a lot of hoppy beer in I Oregon. Love but they Flanders had a good red. Flanders Red and an amazing name for Flanders Red, the Leftorium. Leftorium. I can hear someone yes. stealing that one rather soon. So uh, mm. that was a, uh, yeah. Hmm. Got to be a Simpsons fan to get that, but yeah. uh, Leftorium, really nice Flanders red too. Yeah, but uh, we actually brought uh, some cans of the Oakshire uh, Watershed IPA back with us. This is very good. So, uh, Kendall uh, or June, which one are you going to tell us about this beer? I'm sorry, I, I forgot. That's okay. I say June, 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 <clears throat> okay. June, 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 June. All right, June, okay. tell us about the Oakshire Oakshire IPA. Oakshire IPA out of Eugene, Oregon, with an ABV of eight point three percent. And the commercial description. Actually, I think you've got the wrong one there. Oh, crap. Yeah, it, it is a 6.7%. Oh, yeah, this is foreign stout. What the heck? <laughs> we tricked her. Yeah. It's dark and we full of roasty malts. Nice. <laughs> so, the, uh, tell us coming. all about the IPA. The yeah, Watershed IPA, it's, uh, it's a 70 IBU IPA, and it also 6.7%, uh, just like the Hop Valley. Um, and, it, you know, it's a pretty standard, what they're calling the Northwest IPA. Um, I, I think it's got a little dryness to it too, uh, but maybe just a little more malt character. But uh, you know, they make great use of hops in Oregon, and why yeah. not? You're right at the source, so everybody's IPAs were top notch, and uh, Oakshire um, had a really nice one there. Hmm. Very cool. So this is not the ISA. This is the IPA, right? That's I'm right. Assuming. Just a I pure know, IPA. Even at six point seven percent, I find this very drinkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or chuggable. <laughs> chuggable. Chuggable. Yes, that's right, yes. Dave. Just for you, we're going to make up one right. word. <clears throat> uh, so, Kendall, what's your suds rating on the Oakshire IPA? Um, I like it. It's. Uh, I'd give it a four. A four. Uh, and I, uh, I think. I don't want to cut off the burp there. But <laughs> I think it's got a little more malt character than one we've had before. It's It's got a very strong maltiness mm-hmm. to it uh, to balance out all of those hops. In fact, it doesn't taste like 70 IBU because of that yeah. strong malt no. backbone. No, it's not. Uh, I would say it was, a, if my, I were to guess, like 40 or so. Hmm. But that malt covers it up. So this is a bit more... Uh, this is definitely, uh, again, very, I think, very malt forward. Um, there's a bit more citrus or almost like a lemon overtone uh, to this. Um, it's very light um, on the mm-hmm. tongue. And the uh, measure of, of IBUs or the hops off this is very mild. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what this is swinging, but, man, if it's above 60 or 70, I would be blown away. Um, cause it's, it's, it's 70. Uh, how about that? Um, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's something that you could drink a lot of and probably get in a lot of trouble. Um, I like June. She likes, <laughs> she likes fish. <laughs> Your hotel nearby. <laughs> going to take a brief commercial break. <laughs> I'm just figuring you're enjoying some of the locals, you know, that are in this town as well. Uh, is a lot of the beer. My suds rating for this beer, and not my imitation of any of the locals, is actually a three as well. Uh, what a relief. Dave, what did you think about this beer or the lack of my interpretation of a local? Well, I would give your interpretation a one. Thank you. I appreciate that. But um, 
out of respect for June, I'm going to rate this as a stout since that's what she <laughs> named I it. Yeah. I can yeah. explain why we did that. that Go ahead. Was, you, you finish on no. the IPA, though, first. No, uh, actually, uh, I think this is a very easy to drink IPA. It's, um, it, it, there's definitely uh, a great use of the hops, as Kendall said. Um, uh, but, but I do think uh, there's a good malt bill in there too is you know as well i um not a lot of caramel malts or anything like that but i do think that they're they're using their base malts very well and i'd like to know exactly what's in there but um i i do think it uh it it, it tastes very balanced and i i really enjoy this beer and i'm talking very fast which means i probably had a little bit to drink so i'm gonna go ahead and give this a four four the <clears throat> body should really not make that sound good. I called June. What do you think about the Oakshire IPA? Um, I liked it. Yeah, I think I think the the malts were good. Um, yeah, not too uh, not too heavy. I could definitely drink more of this than I probably should. Do it. Do, do it. it. Drink it now. Do it. Right chug now. it. Chug it. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I would give it a four as well. Mm, how about that? <clears throat> so uh, the one thing I noticed in kind of uh, doing a little bit of our research here uh, for today is that Oakshire, uh, they're really famous for their barley wines. And so they have the Hellshire one, two, three, and four are the, I think, of the beers that they're really quite popular uh, from Oakshire. And uh, that's the reason why June got confused because I actually put it the stout. Yeah, thanks <clears> for <throat> hazing me like that. Yeah, yeah good no, job, no, Mike. No, mm-hmm. I, I, so I changed sure. it up on her because I thought we were going to talk about one of the stouts or uh, the barley wines from, from there. But uh, this is a really great IPA. All the better. So you finally met some people there, and they said, you can't drive that uh, gas guzzling thing anymore. You have to get an electric car. And so... You hop back in the car. We got in the car. Got in the electric Good car this driving. time. And Did people of, actually say that? Electric cars <clears throat> actually don't make a whole lot of noise. They just make all these beeping noises, you know. And So tell us about the next part of your trip here. Well, before we left town, uh, we hit Elkhorn, which felt like a hunting lodge. Um, and I, th- I the Were one there thing, lots of dead things? There were a lot of dead things hanging on the walls. That's so. Oh, yeah. It was interesting, yeah. but the thing that I re- the beer I really appreciated most there was a saison. Like I said, I was a lot of hops in Oregon, so yeah. I, sometimes I was getting hopped out. I wanted something a little different, but they had a fantastic saison. Um, just had a lot of that pepper character, very dry finish, kind of traditional, very traditional. Yeah. It was really really nice. Yeah. Well, I was hit a little uh, a brew pub in Springfield called Plank Town. And then, of course, I mentioned Ngasi, which was Ngasi. really nice. Dude, yeah. <laughs> so, does she like the Kasi beer? Or she just likes saying Ngasi. 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 A little bit of both. <laughs> it so. is kind of fun to say. It is fun. Ngasi. You know, they're, they're the big dog. They're in Eugene. Sure. No, they're, and they're huge. They've got pretty wide distribution, although they're not in tennessee although the guy pouring our beer was from tennessee oh that's right yeah the guy who poured our beers at ninkasi was from dixon tennessee which is just down the road from nashville that's a good place to get out of (laughs) june do you like baking while you're out here in oregon (laughs) you know what if you got some benton's bacon you brought it with you i like it a lot (laughs) i missed them they got all these hops around here i got all this stuff burning on my tongue something like that (laughs) the one thing i liked about the Kasi was just the variety of beers that we could get in the tap room. You know, they're known for their hoppy beers. Yeah. And you can buy, find their hoppy beers all over. So it's like, 
I'm going to try the beers that aren't hoppy. So I started with a Hellas Lager. Ooh. It was fantastic. It was called the Lux. Had their Mount Angel Oktoberfest. The Noir, uh, which was, I think, a coffee milk stout. Ooh, that was really good. Oh, I like that one. It was fantastic. Yeah. And then also had a Quantum Pale Ale, which I believe was their Fresh Hot Pale Ale. Huh. Nice. And I bought a really cool Ninkasi hat that I left in the rental car, so I'll oh, never see it again. Damn it. If you um, happen to rent a car in Oregon and you find <laughs> a cool Ninkasi hat, please send it to good old boy Kendall, care of Sips and Smokes. <laughs> When do we get to bend and the fresh hops? Well, we headed to bend after Eugene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dang, dude. Dang. Let's get to bend. So, I'll get to Deschutes. Uh, we had to find coffee, though, before we left. So, <laughs> yeah. I, that's really difficult. After all that beer. And, well, <laughs> what, what in June fell in love with a certain coffee? Uh, company Dutch out Brothers. There? Dutch oh, Brothers. Got coffee. hooked on Dutch oh, Brothers. Like yeah. two lattes a day. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Right. Are they widespread? Yeah. In uh, Oregon. In Oregon, are. yes. They, yeah, so they're a local uh, roaster um, in the area. I know mm-hmm. Dutch Brothers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't throw a rock without hitting one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, June was up to a two latte a day habit. Um, so that was fun. But we got some coffee and we <laughs> headed over to Bend. And now, that's a beautiful drive. I mean, half the, the, the other than beer, the other half of the trip that was great was just driving. Yeah. Oregon is a gorgeous state from the coast through the Cascade Mountains and over to the high desert of Bend. Oh, that sounds awesome. And so much good beer. Where do, where do I even start? I, the first one we hit after the, we came over the Cascades was a little town called Sisters, Three Creeks Brewery. Great food, great beer, and, and just this little small town. We didn't expect it, but really good. We also hit Wild Ride up in Redmond before we headed into Bend. Uh, and then when we got to Bend, I mean, there's just so much to choose from. Uh, breweries like... Uh, well, Deschutes, you know, absolutely the, the big guy there. But yes. small breweries like Cascade Lakes, uh, Silver Moon, uh, Boneyard. Now, Boneyard was, I think, my favorite in band. Um, so cool. Because they did big, bitter, hoppy beers like no one else did. Hmm. I got some really awesome beer soap from Jim there. got some beer soap. Yes. But we walked, oh, in, <laughs> so, we walked in and we hear metal. And I start looking around, and you know, it's. Uh, I realize this is not your typical brewery. And it starts banging his head. I was banging my oh, yeah. head, and I said, "This place, this place reminds me of Three Floyds." Right. We look down on the kegerator, and there's a giant Three Floyds. So we start talking with the guy. He goes, "Yeah, we're buddies with him. We've done a collaboration. Um, we've actually got some uh, you know, alcohol." What is it? Zombie Dust and, yeah. and from, uh, what's the other one? Dark Lord yeah. that Three Floyds sent them. They sent Three Floyds beer. Their RPM was a top notch IPA. That was nice. it, it, one of my beer. favorite beers in the whole trip. It was my favorite beer in the whole trip, yeah. I think. And, and one of the, and really similar to Zombie Dust, actually, mm-hmm. but uh, and would give Zombie Dust a run for its money. But uh, the Boneyard guys were very, very cool. Uh, really enjoyed that. We did the Ale Trail in Bend. So there was 16 breweries, and we hit them all Wow! in three days. That's awesome. So we got our uh, little – We get a silicon pint glass and a bottle opener. <laughs> and uh, and we also did the Bend Brew Bus, which is fun to be a passenger on the Bend Brew Bus. <laughs> all things for you to do. Yeah, yeah it's not, not like I haven't done a brew bus before. <laughs> but uh, it was just great. A lot of small breweries mm-hmm. and uh, you know a lot of big breweries. 
but it was it was really good. And so uh, while we were there, we did go to Deschutes, and uh, finally. we've got a little. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> oh, I, 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 well. finally is right because it was the last brewery we we hit before we left town. We I saved, guess saved we the, the best, best for last. Yeah. Yes. So we've got a bottle of fresh squeezed here. Yes, we do. Yes. So, uh, June, can you uh, tell us anything about the uh, fresh squeeze here? Sure. This is it's a, awesome. It is awesome. Um, it's an IPA out of Bend, Oregon. Let's see. It has an ABV of 6.4%. And the description is, This mouth-wateringly delicious IPA gets its flavor from a heavy helping of citra and mosaic hops. Don't worry. No fruit was harmed in the making of this beer. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, thank you, June, for introducing the beer. What What are some of your tasting notes on this beer? Um, I can definitely really taste the citra. Citra is actually one of my favorite hops. Nice. Um, but yeah, definitely a nice, clean taste to it. Yeah, I like yeah. this one. What's your suds rating on this? Um, I will definitely give this one a four. A four. Uh, Body uh, should really not make that sound. Good old boy, Kendall. What do you think about fresh squeezed IPA from Deschutes? Oh, I love the citrus <coughs> character of this beer, and I wonder with the name fresh if they are throwing some fresh hops in there. Uh, this is a no. seasonal. It's not a fresh hop beer. No. no. Um, boy, but I love it. And um, did you have it on tap when you were there? We did. Hell yeah! It cool. was it was really good. How is it different on tap there than the bottle right oh, now? Oh, it's it's even brighter. It's yeah. just brighter and crisper and fresher and those hop aromas just really yeah, come through i believe that so yeah i love this beer i've had it before i enjoy it giving it a four so uh for all the beer that we've uh, at least the ipas that we've had uh, here at the table from oregon this one is probably the sweetest um yes. and mm-hmm. easily everybody's kind of nodding their head going absolutely mike um and I think that the hop is definitely the bell of the ball, you know, for oh, yeah. this particular beer and the IPAs as opposed to some of the other IPAs that were malt forward that we had here. Um, very interesting that we, you know, accusing this of being a fresh hop beer because I can imagine that <clears throat> this, uh, you know, on tap and really fresh would be, I think, quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. And, you know, I think uh, if I had to think about a deja vu moment, it, the difference between having – New Belgium's Ranger IPA in a can and having it like a few months later versus having it fresh there at New Belgium. And that is such a cool IPA when it is super fresh. Mm-hmm. But, you know, things definitely peel off and kind of fade, you know, um, as they have to get bottled or canned. And I think this this particular beer has kind of suffered from that just a bit because I can imagine where this was and kind of look at where it is now. And really appreciate it, probably for what it was, really fresh. Uh, so, uh, really great beer. Um, and I can say a lot of people, this will be very popular um, and approach a, a broad range of palates. My Suds rating for Deschutes Fresh Hop IPA, Fresh Squeezed IPA, I'm sorry, is going to be a four. Uh, uh, Dave, what do you think about fresh squeezed IPA from Deschutes after you drank it all. So <laughs> I tried to, but you guys kept stealing the bottle from me. Um, I, fresh squeezed is one of, if not my favorite IPA. Um, the citrus flavors that come out of it are uh, uh, amazing to me. I've actually made a clone of it myself um, before, and I, and I really enjoyed that too. Um, I think this one, I, I would agree, though, with Mike a little bit. 
shocker is that um i think that doesn't happen beers like this are best when they're fresher absolutely you oh know? yeah hop flavor fades and and things start to 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 go away a little bit uh to me this one though what's great about it as it warms up the flavors change mm-hmm. and as it got a little warmer the citrus flavor uh that was mango and um and lemon in the beginning sort of morphed into a kind of melon flavor that, mer- you know, with the uh, with the sweetness of the malts, um, there was sort of a melon kind of flavor that comes out of it too. So um, I really enjoy this beer. I wish that I don't want to move to Oregon necessarily. But I do. Yeah. I wish that <laughs> Deschutes would move to the house next door from me. Now, you know you can drive up to Kentucky and buy it, right? Yeah, but it's Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> I will, no, and I will go to Kentucky and get some. I mean, dang. But <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so I, I do love this beer very much, and I will give it a five. <laughs> Listen to that hang time. Give me another... And uh, so there you have our uh, tasting notes and ratings on Fresh Squeeze IPA from Deschutes. Well, we've uh, enjoyed the trip so far, and we're still stuck in Bend. But listen, (laughs) we're going to take a uh, quick break here. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Today we're talking about beers from Oregon. Nobody said timber. <laughs> timber, Dave. I'm just saying, dude. You gotta say four, and you gotta say timber. We're on a beer journey today with Kendall and June, who went through uh, several different breweries in the Oregon area. We're visiting both breweries and beers and kind of revisiting this journey overall. <clears throat> so, uh, I thought the one thing that I would pick up is... It's all about the buyout, man. It is about the buyout. Money, 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 money. <laughs> so, yeah, money. you're in, definitely in uh, buyout ground zero. And so, I've got to believe the conversation that was going on there in, in Ben was what just went down with 10 Barrel and how do the locals feel about all this and are they going to keep on being 10, you know, drinking 10 Barrel? Are they going to send all that money to Germany? You know, kind of how was, what was, what was the vibe, man? You know, the few people we talked to that, that we got to talk to some locals were, yeah, there's a lot of people in town that said, I'll never drink 10 Barrel beer again and wow. I'm never giving them my money. And it's not hard to avoid 10 Barrel if you're in Ben because you got like 30 other breweries you can drink sure. from and still yeah. drink local. So there, there is a lot of anger. Um, the the brew bus driver was telling us about it. He said it it was good for the people that work there. You know, they ended up with some good benefits, some good insurance. Uh, you know, a little better salaries. But you know, you got to wonder with a cost cutting company like AB InBev, how, how long, long that how last? long will that last till they start yeah. slashing positions? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will say the beer was good. We went to Ten Barrel. Mm-hmm. I had a Berliner Weiss that was just fantastic. Uh, food was amazing. There was a line. I mean, we 
when we first went there, uh, there was a line out the door and an hour long wait. So it we said, packed. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to go drink somewhere else. And, um, actually went to a little brewery called rat hole. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Which, wow. uh, it was exactly what you no, thought it, it would be. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> mm. But then, uh, we checked out a few breweries and, um, and then we went back to Tin Barrel. I'm sorry. Yeah, this whole scene playing through my head. No rat hole. No rat hole. Rat hole. You're off the cute. You know, you got that little goatee thing going on there. And uh, I like the way that you sip your beer. So uh, then we, we, dude. we went back to Tin Barrel. Like yeah, it definitely was. 9.30 at night, we got back to Tin Barrel. It and was still we packed. Finally, it was still packed, but yeah. we were able to get a table in the bar. And so they're running out through residual marketing brand of basically what they've established Mm -hmm. and you know so that the word is uh, is not quite settling in just yet well this is drummond bill from talking to some of the people that were there almost everybody in tin barrel is tourist because bend is a tourist town yeah so um you know we were and a lot of people there were so um yeah it got the impression that the city overall is kind of just you know pushed them to the side um but there's uh, there's other beer there to drink, no, but not happy with it. So uh, you guys got back in the car and uh, started to head off uh, towards Portland, but you uh, swung by uh, Hood, Hood River and uh, got to really taste some really great beer from a really Ooh. great brewery, right? Yeah. Now, well, tell them about that drive, Jane. What did we drive past? Oh, you went oh, right over Mount Hood. Wow. Yes, right by Mount Hood. Got some awesome pictures. That, that was, was really, really cool. All the legume uh, farms that are right there in the uh, shadow of uh, Mount Hood. And, uh, hmm. yeah, really great. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I've done fly fishing up and down through several of the creeks that run right down, you know, that valley through mm-hmm. there. Really awesome. He caught um, a lot of flies. <laughs> he caught, definitely had a lot of flies. So, uh, yeah, we uh, drove up to Hood River, a beautiful drive. It was weird going from the high desert back into the Cascades yeah. mm-hmm. and then down to the Columbia River Gorge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but after eight days in Oregon, I was hopped out. Yes. <laughs> I did not need any more hoppy beer, and the heavens parted, and there was funk. You know, we, <laughs> Kendall we ro- was sitting at about 98 IBUs. <laughs> we rolled into Hood River, hops. and the first thing we did was head to Logs and Farmhouse Ales. Yes. So, uh, it's, this is a very interesting brewery, and uh, I've had a chance to have a lot of beers from Logston. They make a really uh, a great set of fresh saisons. My favorite is uh, Passion Brett, um, and it's mm. really uh, it's really great um, saison itself. And um, I know that their uh, their session uh, saison or saison saison. Saison, saison. saison. I think that's what it's called. Um, you know, are some really, really great beers from Logston. So one of the things that's gone down with Logston is uh, a buyout. It's yeah, that's right. Um, it's uh, been uh, part of the uh, landscape of this description of uh, of buyouts. This is a very different kind of buyout now. Mainly that Dave Logston cashed out as a partner at Full Sail Brewing, which is also in, in Oregon as well. Now, this transaction is actually groundbreaking for the craft beer industry because Full Sail was one of the first breweries actually to embark in the ESOP concept. So this is a, an employee-owned brewery that actually decided to say, 
I think that we would be better off if somebody gave us a ton of money as opposed <laughs> to me saying, staying here. So I would hate if someone gave me a ton of money. Well, that would be a very I'm interesting I'm just saying. Moment. That would suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My name is Dave. Please yeah. give me beer. Uh, or money. So. <laughs> money or beer. You know, either one is. They were so good. Everything we tried oh, wow. was, it was amazing. You because know, they've had beers I've, I've never heard of, like the, the Keeley Wit, which was a, just a really amazing wit beer. The Saison, the Saison Breda, uh, the, Oak a- the Oak Age Breda. There was one called a Chicken Brat, which was a just a really nice saison. And yeah, I wow. liked everything we tried. Everything there, there was everything. fantastic. Well, so I have to I have to say I'm guilty that after I heard you know this this buyout going on, I went down to my beer cellar and I went, okay, I'm not drinking any of these because I'll never get them again. You know, bring them here. <laughs> well, we got that. Yeah, definitely. So uh, you. Uh, went on down the road and you headed back to portland we did head back to portland it was time to come home after nine days uh wonderful nine days and part of me didn't want to leave i love the state of oregon it's a beautiful place and so much good beer um but yeah we uh went to portland and uh we're on our way home you got back to portland and we have some really great beer to talk about we brought a bottle of flor de blanc from the commons flor de blanc So, June, can you uh, tell us all about this beer from the Commons? Yes, this is the Fleur de Blanc. It is a rose and elderflower white farmhouse ale, uh, 5.8 ABV. Uh, The description is, it's a white farmhouse ale finished with elderflowers, rose hips, and rose petals. This beer is best enjoyed fresh with friends and family. What exactly are rose hips, Dave? Well, they're right up, uh, right above the rose knees. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make this stuff up, people. It's, it's not scripted. Wow. <laughs> so, June, what did you think about this beer? Not Dave's comment. <laughs> I like this. I like the floralness of this. Um, yeah, just very, yeah, very floral. Um, but uh, could yeah, you it's drink a, good, a lot of this beer? I probably could yeah yeah i have (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i i would give this one a four a four as well a body should really not make that sound good old boy kendall what do you think about fleur de blanc from the commons it's the best beer i ever bought in an airport oh i forgot to talk about that we bought it in the airport you know one of the greatest things about the portland airport is you can go to the made in oregon store and buy some amazing beer now when we flew in i peeked in there to see what they had and there were some logs and beer at that time when we left the logs and beer was gone uh but there were several other beers so i brought this beer from the commons um i was also able to find beers from upright which makes some really nice farmhouse beers but uh yeah so if you travel tip if you're ever into portland airport you can buy really good beer quickly you can buy really good beer and bring it home did you guys take pictures of the carpet and pdx i actually did most of it is gone did you post it uh yes i did there you go only uh i think Terminal A still has the old carpet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did take it. But Most actually, Rogue. I took a foot. Carpet. I took a foot selfie with it. There you go. There is a Rogue Ales Portland carpet, Portland Airport carpet beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they put the carpet in the mash. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You're gonna have to look it up on your own. All Taste a little feedy. Famous yeah. airport carpet. But uh, I, you know, I like this beer. It, it, I, I like the. You know, I'm not sure what those elderflowers. It gives it a little sharpness um, that I'm not sure I'm digging, and it kind of tastes like a wit with a little extra yeah. floral kicked in. And 
I could drink it, but it's not thrilling me, and that's I'm only giving it a three. Hmm. Boo. Well, you know, I've had several beers from uh, the Commons, and the Urban Farmhouse is uh, another very common, uh, very common beer from the Commons. <laughs> uh, it's another beer that uh, certainly that is widely available. Um, the first thing that caught me off the floor de Blanc is definitely the de Blanc part of the equation. The white wine component coming off this was certainly uh, very evident. Um, I found that it had many of the same components you would find in white wine. It were um, This was actually more of a dry white wine. This had um, probably maybe a uh, Sauvignon Blanc um, from uh, the area. Um, I don't know what kind of... Uh, barrel that they may have dropped this in so that it takes on a lot of those characteristics but definitely i could tell that the the wine was a heavy influence um off of this particular beer for sure so i would say this is a great beer for a wine lover that doesn't like beer <coughs> um and yeah, i so, can see that yeah definitely yeah, um i mean i think i'm a bit with kindle for beer lovers that really love beer and a lot of flavor i don't know not so much <laughs> so <laughs> Um, it's a little bit of a girly beer, you know, I guess. Uh, so is it elderflower, or elderberry, elderberry, elderflower. elderflower, elderflower fades so fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the uh, half life of the aroma with elderflower is just so quick. You know, for anybody to capture that in a bottle is just amazing. Saint Germain is a very common uh, elder uh, elderflower liqueur, and even then, I find most things with Saint Germain. I'm like, is there Saint Germain in this? Because I can't taste any of the elderflower. Because once you smell that, or you have something where it's a taste in it, you'll know when it's there, and you'll know when it's not. And this is is really faded very quickly. And that and the wine, you know, component is just so overwhelming around this. Anyway, so I'm waxing on my suds rating for the Commons Fleur de Blanc is a three dave dare i ask what you thought about the florida blanc from the commons well i <laughs> how had how some the hips? um and the, hips. the hips are the hips are great um i actually had some really profound thoughts but mike talked so long i forgot what <laughs> was. um i just remember something about old flowers and stuff like that and some wine he was whining a lot about old flowers um no i actually i really enjoy this beer um i am a beer drinker and i do think this has some very cool flavors that are non-traditional you know beer flavors um i think it's very floral and i think that i could not drink it all the time and i could not drink a bunch of it but sometimes a beer like this is really cool to have um, in certain circumstances. And this is one of those things where, like, if you brought a bottle back from the Oregon airport, <laughs> that I would uh, I would go, damn, dude, thank you for bringing this back. Um, that's very nice of you. And I am enjoying drinking it with you. So, um, no, I think this is a very special beer. And um, and I like it, and I like Rose's hips, and I like her thighs. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling uncomfortable again. Yeah, me too. Um, but it's okay. We're all here together. So I'm Don't going to give this beer a... Your what? Don't hold my hand, Dave. Oh, I thought you, I'm glad you said hand. Um, wow. I'm going to give this beer a four. Four. <laughs> uh, uh, Longest description in history to arrive at, you know. Well, uh, we've really uh, enjoyed this beer journey. 
uh, through Oregon, and a lot of great beer that we really got to talk about today uh, through this. June, Kendall, thank you so much for sharing uh, this uh, journey with us, for sure. sure. Yay, Go June Ducks. Kendall. Yay. <laughs> well, uh, really great stuff uh, all the way around. Uh, so let's wrap up our episode for today. Thanks to all our listeners here on Sips, Suds, and Smokes. All both of you. <laughs> 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 Hi, Mom. Especially those of you that like rose hips. You can catch all of our episodes online on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Uncle John's Basement, and Spreaker, our native media host. You can uh, definitely uh, catch our episodes uh, online through Android. Uh, if you want to search on the Google Play Store. See, I said that uh, that right at the time. Google. Yes, or you can search for us on iTunes, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. And we're right on there as well. You can reach us online anytime at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day. Our handle is at sipsudsmokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Listen, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a great big help to us. And we get to see your feedback as well. This Sip, Suds, and Smokes episode is sponsored by Peabody Wine and Beer Merchants. Taste it before you buy it and ship it at Peabody's. You can reach them online at www.peabodyswineandbeer.com. Kendall and June, how can folks catch up with you guys on Beer Makes 3? June and I blog about the beer at Beer Makes 3. We like to share the good news of good beer. We call ourselves Beer Evangelist, which, uh, you know, you got to get the word out there. There's people. Hallelujah. People who haven't been converted yet, so we're working on it. Um, we also you can find us at beermakes3.com or on Twitter or Instagram at beermakes3. So uh, and Facebook. Oh, and Facebook as well, where we like to share beer news. So, mm. well, I want to thank all my co-hosts for being here today. Good old boy Dave, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. <laughs> I just want to. Anyway, <laughs> good old gal Jude, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. The bravest soul here. She's yes. great. <laughs> good old boy Kendall, thank you for being here once Cheers, again. Cheers, folks. Always drink good beer. Well, it's good old boy Mike asking you to join us once again and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.